This is Recorded Future, Inside Threat Intelligence for Cybersecurity. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave Bittner from the CyberWire. Thanks for joining us for Episode 47 of the Recorded Future podcast. In a previous episode of this podcast, I spoke with Bill Ladd, Chief Data Scientist at Recorded Future, about the differences between the U.S. and Chinese cyber threat vulnerability reporting systems. He pointed out the difference in speed of publishing between the two, with the Chinese generally being faster, as well as their conclusion that the Chinese National Vulnerability Database, the CNNVD, is essentially a shell for the Chinese MSS, the Ministry of State Security. This being the case, there's evidence that the Chinese evaluate high-threat vulnerabilities for their potential operational utility before releasing them for publication. Since then, researchers at Recorded Future have taken another look at the CNNVD and discovered the outright manipulation of publication dates of vulnerabilities. Priscilla Moriucci is Director of Strategic Threat Development at Recorded Future, and along with Bill Ladd, she's co-author of their research analysis, China Altered Public Vulnerability Data to Conceal MSS Influence. She joins us to discuss their findings and their broader implications. Stay with us. At the end of last year, in the fall, um, we started doing some research, kind of comparing and contrasting the U.S. National Vulnerability Database, or NVD, and China's NVD. We wanted to see which one was faster, which one was more comprehensive, you know, if there was any way, mainly for our customers, right, to get the most comprehensive view of of, uh, which vulnerabilities, you know, could be covered and how fast we could do it. So, you know, we profiled the two databases um, and we found you know, for example, that China's vulnerability database or CNNVD, they're generally faster than the U.S. NVD when it comes to publicizing and publishing vulnerabilities. Takes them on average about 13 days and it takes the U.S. NVD on average 33 days. There are also like almost 1,800 CVEs that were currently in CNNVD but were not in U.S. NVD. Um, So we kind of started there. And then we went and we decided to dig a little further into CNNVD data. So we kind of hypothesized uh, that because CNNVD is so fast on average and USNVD is, is slower, that if we look at a group of CVE where China is very slow, but the U.S. is very fast, right, that might give us insight into China's process. And, and there's a there's a component to this as well, where the CNNVD um, is a component of the Ministry of State Security. Can you describe the background with that? Yeah, sure. Um, so the Ministry of State Security, or the MSS, is roughly China's equivalent to the American CIA. So they have a foreign intelligence, uh, they're like a foreign human intelligence organization, um, but they also do like half of their mandate is domestic intelligence, right? Keeping an eye on their citizens and making sure that the the party, Communist Party, can stay in power, right? So the MSS, you know, there hasn't been a lot sort of known on on how the MSS works like within China and within sort of China's broad like information security system. So when we were doing the research, this particular research, you know, we were able to discover that uh, the MSS actually runs China's National Vulnerability Database, which is sort of the equivalent to like 
in the U.S., the CIA running USNDD, which is not the case right. in the United States, Department of Homeland Security and the National Institute for Standards runs the USNDD. In China, the equivalent CIA or the MSS runs China's uh, NBD. So that was kind of a sort of a disturbing trend in terms of the mission of NVDs. So mission in our mind, the mission of, of NVDs is a public service mission, right? To put out information on vulnerabilities, you know, so that companies, individuals, and individuals can protect their own networks. Um, and you know, the U.S. It's not perfect, of course. Nobody's perfect, um, but China really doesn't seem to take this public service mission very seriously when they have, you know, their primary intelligence service running, right? Their, their NVD. They have a different set of priorities, perhaps, than we do. Right. They seem, you know, there's a there's a contrast, right, between the transparency mission of an of an NVD and the secrecy mission of an intelligence service, right? And and one mission will win out. And in China, it's the secrecy mission you know, that, that has won out over the transparency mission in this case. Take us through the deeper digging that you did and what you discovered. So when we looked at these what we'll call statistical outliers, so these vulnerabilities where uh, NVD took six days or less to publish and CNNVD took over four weeks, right? So it's a we're trying to account for like bureaucratic lags and, and things like that. So um, when we got that number originally, there were about 287 vulnerabilities that fell into that category. When we did a lot of research on those vulnerabilities, um, we found out that we had likely discovered what we call the threat evaluation process, where you know the MSS was using CNNVD uh, to evaluate high threat vulnerabilities for use in their own offensive operations. So for example, a a vulnerability would get discovered by CNNVD. Uh, we saw evidence of this process, a sort of uh, evaluation process and hiding these vulnerabilities from publication in the data that we saw. There are kind of two really good examples that we came across where you can very clearly kind of see the delay and what, what happened you know, as a result of the delay. First example uh, was a CVE um, that came out in 2017. Uh, it's 2017-0199. Um, that CVE was really high threat. It was um, the CVE for a Microsoft suite product. Exploits for it have been used sort of since it was initially released in April, um, and it's been really heavily utilized by threat actors. So in this this publication lag that we observed, right? So we saw it get published by. Um, the U.S. NVD in April, and then it didn't get published by CNNVD uh, until June. So in that time period, in that lag, what we saw was a Chinese APT group was actually using that vulnerability. They developed an exploit for it, and actually using that vulnerability to target some Russian groups. Hmm. So there's one in that one case where there's one case right there where during that publication lag, right. Chinese intelligence services were actually using this vulnerability, an exploit for this vulnerability, offensively in their own cyber operations. So that was one vulnerability. Uh, another vulnerability that we identified was um, a vulnerability for Android software, it was essentially a backdoor that was developed by a Chinese company. This backdoor and this vulnerability had the longest publication lag for any CNNVD vulnerability. It was 
over eight months from the time that NVD published it to the time that CNNVD published it. During that eight-month time period, there were a number of investigations, one by the New York Times, for example, that was able to tie this company and this particular vulnerability to um, Chinese government surveillance organizations. So, you know, we really felt like this, in addition to kind of all the data analysis, that these two examples were really clear examples of how the MSS was using, you know, its position running CNN, CNNVD for, you know, its own sort of secrecy and, and intelligence mandate. Just help me understand, would, would, would researchers in China, would they have access to our NVD or is access to that restricted? So I don't think it's restricted mm. uh, in China, but a lot of researchers don't speak English, for example. Many people would honestly not think to check other sources because they don't realize that China's NVD data is being manipulated, which we'll kind of go into later. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's another aspect to this, in which, which is that uh, Chinese companies can sign up for access by an API, right? So automated access to China's NVD um, and may not even realize, right, that there's a, a lag, right, going on if they're not really in the world of kind of discovering vulnerabilities. So you all uh, conclude that there's this lag going on with some of these vulnerabilities, C- come to these conclusions. And so in your mind, that's a way to track which uh, vulnerabilities China is interested in exploiting for their own use. Uh, Then it gets a little more interesting from there. Yeah, so we kind of did that research and we decided to take a look at it again um, last month to do kind of a six-month follow-through to see if anything had changed. So, you know, we re-examined the data from the NVD side, for example, we saw that the U.S. NVD had gotten a little faster, right? So the average delay had dropped from 33 days to 27 days, which is good. Uh, NVD was also catching up on the backlog of unpublished CVEs. They had published almost 1,000 CVEs in just a couple months of that backlog, so that was quite good. Um, And then we sort of took a look at the CNNVD data and trying to just try to see what they had, you know, if anything had changed. Um, And what we discovered was we started looking at the initial publication dates for these outlier CVEs. And we realized that instead of like trying to remove the MSS or the influence of security services over this transparency process, that essentially they decided they tried to cover it up by backdating the initial publication date of 99% of the CVEs that we identified. So if we go back to the the two examples um, that I called out earlier, the Microsoft Suite vulnerability and this Android vulnerability, we've got from when we originally queried these vulnerabilities in CNNVD back in October, you see the, the publication date they have listed was June 7th, right? And that allows for, uh, you know, a, a publication lag on the Microsoft one. And for the Android one, the publication date they had listed was September, right? When we checked both those vulnerabilities again, you know, we realized that they had changed the initial publication date to match NVD's publication date. So they essentially tried to wipe out evidence of this process, this um, evaluation process, and essentially hide or sort of obfuscate which vulnerabilities that the MSS might be utilizing in their offensive operations. 
they sort of one tacitly confirmed right that they're right. actually using <laughs> CNNVD you know as a as a kind of experiment and testing ground right for vulnerabilities that they could find useful um, they're trying to hide the evidence of this process right and and we think limit the methods in which you know cybersecurity researchers and professionals can use to try and anticipate Chinese APT behavior. So have they changed the way that they're publishing new vulnerabilities? In other words, are, are they publishing them with the backdating baked in from the outset now? No. So that's the funny part. I mean, I, I, it seems at least from this first um, examination of ours that um, they sort of did it in kind of one bulk update. So they looked at the methodology that we used, because I guess to kind of go back, we didn't publish all of the CVEs by number that we had identified. We just published our, our methodology. And so they would have had to repeat our, our methodology in order to backdate only those CVEs. We also discovered that, so we published that blog back in November and all of these kind of outlier CVEs that were published before November 2017 were all backdated, but outlier CVEs published after November 2017 were not. So it's either kind of a one-time attempt to scrub what we found, right, at Recorded Future and try to get rid of that evidence for that process, or two, they may periodically, right, update or backdate those publication dates, or three, in the future, you know, they could just publish fraudulent dates to begin with, right? And, th and that would be much trickier to track. So it's still kind of new for us in terms of how we're trying to um, track the changes and the data manipulation that they're conducting. But yeah, it's it's interesting response. So uh, take us through why this matters. How does this affect security researchers? For security researchers, right, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to anticipate at least from the MSS and, and vulnerability side, you know, which uh, vulnerabilities that the MSS may be using. But, uh, you know, I, I think more broadly, you know, we're, we're sort of talking about a system. China's manipulation of, of their NVD data fits into this larger sort of MO, right, that they have, which is kind of data control, right, controlling the data of their own citizens, of foreign companies right within the country, um, and and how that that impacts uh, you know foreigners and particularly Westerners right for those of us kind of who are listening here it, it takes you back to some kind of, kind of research that we've done earlier on China's cybersecurity law which is kind of like their information control law um, and how that requires Western companies for example to submit to these reviews right that are run by the MSS you know of their technology. And we really see this this data manipulation, right, by CNNVD as all part of this larger system of control that China is imposing not just on its own people, but on anyone, any company, any entity, right, that does business or travels to China. So that's meaningful, you know, for for all of us really, because we all use products from large multinational companies, right, products that you know, have store and use our data, for example, um, you know, and it could be you know, privacy concern for some people in the future. This is sort of just one thread of, of a larger story about how uh, China's controlling of their information and manipulation of, of the domestic Chinese information environment, how it can affect sort of the whole world. 
One of the interesting things you pointed out in the research was that there's the potential for there being a liability issue for companies who rely on the CNNVD data. Can you take us through that? Yeah. So say you're a company um, and your kind of sole source of information is, is CNNVD data. So if we take that Microsoft Suite vulnerability as an example, um, the 0199, it was you know initially published to the public in April, right? But we have seen that there was an exploit that was developed for that vulnerability you know, as early as April and May, but China didn't publish that vulnerability until June. So if you were a Chinese company that was relying on Chinese data, then your company did not know about that vulnerability until June when the rest of the world knew about it back in April. But when China went back, when CNNVD went back and changed the date on that, if you were impacted, right, if you had an incident and where in that public that lag between April and June, if you go back, it would look like your company had known about that vulnerability, but chosen not to remediate it. When in reality, your company didn't know about that vulnerability because you were using CNNVT data and you had no way to remediate it. So, you know, sort of depending on the data loss, the breach, you know, and, and the country, and this this data manipulation, you know, could put companies at risk and even further risk for things like fines or, or legal action resulting from an intrusion. So from a big picture point of view, what does this do in terms of relying on the CNNVD as a, as a, as a source of data for these sorts of things? From our perspective, it makes CNNVD a very unreliable source. So when we initially examined them, right, we, we saw that they use a sort of pull methodology, right? They pull vulnerabilities and they seek out information about vulnerabilities in a different way than NVD, right? NVD relies on submissions. And so that was an interesting way. And we felt that at the time it was more a more comprehensive way to catalog and publish vulnerabilities. But when you couple that with both this sort of data manipulation and the unreliability of their data, you know, from our perspective, it can't be a sole source for companies to rely on anymore because that data could be manipulated, right? And it could put them at in a myriad of risk uh, from all these sort of different angles. Has there been any signs of any other manipulation other than the dates, the publication dates? Has there have there been any uh, changes to any other data in the threat assessments? Uh, not that we've seen. So it's a very. This seems to be a very at this point kind of limited response to you know what what is probably like a data leakage, right? So it's it's evidence of them changing data to to hide you know the involvement of the MSS. I mean, it seems right now just to kind of be an attempt to kind of control that information leak. You know, we're definitely going to keep an eye on it in, in the future. And there are some other methodologies that we can still use to to track which uh, vulnerabilities are being used and, you know, explored in this sort of assessment process by the MSS. So what are your recommendations for uh, security professionals? Given this information, how should they proceed going forward? Yeah, so if you're if as a professional you're interested in what Chinese APTs, you know, might be using uh, to you know exploit networks in the future, uh, one of the things you can do is um, you know query CNNVG database and keep track on your own or through Record a Future because we do it as well the publication dates for uh, CVEs. So, for example, if you see 
a CVE that's been published in NVD, but after a month has still not been published in CNNVD, then I would flag that CVE as possibly interesting, right, to the MSS. Um, and I would raise the risk profile of that CVE. For example, one of our future lines of analysis will be there are a number of CVEs that have never been published by China and that are in USNVD. So that is also kind of a, a suspicious set of CVE for us um, that we're going to be looking into. You know, what does that mean, right? If they never, if CNNVD never publishes it. For foreign companies, you know, doing business in China, you have a sort of multifaceted risk environment, right? You've got this first, this sort of draconian cybersecurity law, right, that was passed back in June that requires a number of security controls and for companies to keep data on Chinese citizens within the country. You have the MSS administering part of that, the review, the national security review part of the cybersecurity law. You have MSS at the same time running multiple threat actor groups that are targeting foreign companies. You have the MSS running China's national vulnerability database and then kind of cherry picking vulnerabilities for them to use in their own operations. So I guess for the bottom line for kind of companies is that, you know, the risk environment in China, right, is expanding, but it's expanding because they're being required by law, you know, to cooperate with entities like the MSS, right? And it just creates, you know, a whole new uh, set of complications for foreign companies. Our thanks to Priscilla Moriucci for joining us. You can read the complete report, China Altered Public Vulnerability Data to Conceal MSS Influence, on the Recorded Future website. If you enjoy this podcast, we hope you'll take the time to rate it and leave a review on iTunes. It really does help people find the show. Don't forget to sign up for the Recorded Future Cyber Daily email, where every day you'll receive the top results for trending technical indicators that are crossing the web. Cyber news, targeted industries, threat actors, exploited vulnerabilities, malware, suspicious IP addresses, and much more. You can find that at recordedfuture.com slash intel. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll subscribe and help spread the word among your colleagues and online. The Recorded Future podcast team includes coordinating producer Amanda McKeown, executive producer Greg Barrett, the show is produced by Pratt Street Media, with editor John Petrick, executive producer Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening.